So this week's parsha, we have we have first seven makas, and by makas tzfardeya is a famous chazal we're all familiar with vataal hatzfardeya, and the singular frog came. And Rashi talks about this a little bit, but it's really Gemara and Sanhedrin daf samazayin that one frog came seder bekiva, one frog came in the beginning, and from it came millions of frogs. Rashi says what happened was <coughs> they got mad and they hit it and every time they hit it, it made more frogs. But the bottom line is the Pasuk says one frog came and from one frog came all of the other frogs. Says Reb Lazar ben Azariah, Akiva Malach What are you venturing into Agadatas? You're, you, 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 you know, you're not qualified to do this. You're, you're not well versed on Agadatha. Kalach eats on the Gayim Stick to the parsha of Tsaras and Ayhalais, the parsha of Tumas Mason and Ayhel. You're out of your depth. You know, Shah. But what is the Pshat, says Rablazim and Azariah? It was one frog. And they didn't hit it. Guy, listen, he has to agree to the Pasuk. The Pasuk says, it says one frog. So yes, it was one frog, but they didn't hit it and it split. Rather, this one frog called all his friends <coughs> to join him, and that is how one frog turned to many frogs. That's the Machlaikis between Ravosa Ben Azariah and Rebekiva and Gemara and Sanhedrin Das Zayin. Now, Ravosa Ben Azariah really like, screamed at Rebekiva was what Rabbi Kiva said so bad? Was what Rabbi Kiva said so outrageous and preposterous that it warranted such a sharp rebuke? Kiva, listen, you're, you're mamish, what are you doing? You know, one time I was at, at my mechanic and, um, and he like did something or wanted to do something or didn't do something and like, you know, like uh, some guy told me, tell him it's the such and such. So like, Isn't the such? And the mechanic tells me, he says, like, you know, I think you should just stick to the Gemara. Like, so, like, that, that's a warranted rebuke. Like, wh- look at you. Do, you. do you really think you know how to fix a car? Like, shah. And that's my much how Rebullah and Azari treated Rebekah. Like, what are you doing? You, you, you don't know anything about Agatha. Really? Did Rebekah say something that bad? <laughs> and look what Rebullah and Azari said. After such a... Pachim Panim, I'm expecting Rebullah ben Azariah to say something totally revolutionary, totally different, nothing similar. Rebullah ben Azariah comes after telling Rebbe Kiva, get out of his medrash. He says, he didn't smack it, he, he called his friends. One friend, I still have to agree with one frog, he just called his friends. That's so radically different that you told Rebbe Kiva, you don't know how to learn, I got it. What's going on over here? So there's a sefer written by a, a old Litvish Rav, Reb Yankif Steinkop, Kopstein, Kopstein, Steinkop, Kopstein. He was there in 1933 as a Valozhner Talmud, a Rav. He said, "Gorgeous." What's the pshat that Tzvardeya started with one frog? What's what's the pshat in it? The answer is is that that's the meat of the Rebbeinu Shlelem, when the Rebbeinu Shlelem warns, and the warning goes unheeded, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu has to bring punishment, 
even then, he does it very slowly. The prototypical example of this is by the Mabel. One Pasuk says, it started raining. Another Pasuk says, for seven more days, then the Mabel came. Says Rashi, over there, says Hazal, that the Mabel, even though Akash Baruch Hu said, Kate's called I'm going to destroy the world. You better shape up. And they didn't shape up. And it was time to bring the Mabel. Even so, HaKadosh Baruch Hu started the Mabel with Gishmei Bracha. And the rain started, but it was quite a manageable rain. In fact, <coughs> if they would have done tshuva then, the rain could have turned on a dime and it would have been Gishmei Bracha that helped the agriculture didn't heed even that last warning and it turned into the Mabel. That's the way HaKadosh Baruch Hu acts. <coughs> Same thing here. Same thing here. HaKadosh Baruch Hu Parai, send the Yidin. If you don't send the Yidin, I'm going to bring maybe Tzfardim, I'm going to bring all sorts of Tzfardim into Mitzrayim. Parai didn't listen. It came time for the Makkah. HaKadosh Baruch Hu brought one frog and said, Parai, you see, I'm serious. It's here. It's not devastating yet, but it's here. Stop it. Do tshuva, and you can get out of this while it's still one frog. Pari didn't, then it turned into a full-fledged mock and millions of tzvaradim came. That's the way HaKadosh Baruch Hu works. Says Rebbe ben Azariah, Rebbe Kiva, you think that's the lesson of tzvardeya? You think you have to go under the hood, so to speak, and figure that out of Tzardeya, that's the whole parsha of Tzaras. That's the message of Tzaras. The Rambam, in the last parak of Tumas HaTzaras, says that first HaKadosh Baruch Hu, if a person deserves Tzaras, sends Tzaras to a remote stone in the corner of his house. And it's a little, little message. And if the person gets the message, all he needs to do is replace that stone. If he doesn't get that message, it gets more severe and he has to destroy the house. If he continues in his ways and still doesn't get the message, the tzaras comes much closer to home. It affects his begadim that actually touch him. If after nigei begadim happened, the person still doesn't get the message, then HaKadosh Baruch Hu finally brings tzaras begufai, with all that entails, with shiluach machanais, that a person has to go outside the camp and it becomes very severe. And if a person still doesn't get the message, then HaKadosh Baruch Hu eventually punishes him with mortal consequences. Eventually, if a person has sent message after message after message and he doesn't hear it, eventually HaKadosh Baruch Hu has to take his life. That's the message of Negayim and Eihalais. Negayim shows that HaKadosh Baruch Hu, even when punishment is warranted, HaKadosh Baruch Hu doesn't bring the full bore down. The first punishment isn't the full brunt of the punishment. It starts slow, Negei Batim, Negei Begadim, Negei Gufai. And finally, the Medrash says that the Balarachamim doesn't go nefasha is tchila. He doesn't kill you at first. He first does your money and then does your clothing closer to him, then gives illness, then finally exacts the real punishment. Negayim and Eyalis. In fact, really the order is Eyalim and Negayis. Mishnayis Eyalis is before Negayim. Why is it Negayim Vahalis? To show you this progression. Says Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah to Rabbi Kiva. Rabbi Kiva, 
You think that's the message of Tzfardeya? I'm not disagreeing with your message. Of course HaKadosh Baruch Hu punishes slowly and always gives a chance for Tshuva to stop, to cease and desist and stop what you're doing. Yes, that's true. We see it from the Mabu. We do see it from Tzfardeya. But that's not the message of Tzvardeya. That's an inference of Tzvardeya. That's the message of Negayim Vaihalas. That's the progression of Tsaras to Eichel to Tomas Meis. You want to know what the message of Tzvardeya is? Akiva, Malach Agoda. Why do you have to learn this message from the Agoda of Tzvardeya? Kalachets on the Goyim Vaihalas. Go to Negayim and Eyalais to learn that message. You want to know what message you can learn from Tzvardeya? You can learn from Tzvardeya a much bigger message, which is the message of the Makkas. And that is, whenever HaKadosh Baruch Hu acts, he acts, B'mida keneged mida. B'mida she'adam meideid, kach meidedim lai. The way a person acts, that is how HaKadosh Baruch Hu acts to him. And we see this so crystal clear by Tsaras. How did Parai get the Yidin to start working? The Yidin were in a great position. How did he change the Yidin from being a privileged people to being an enslaved people? You know what he did? He started working himself. Like the Medrash we all remember from school. He started working by himself. Ooh, Parai himself is working. Then the prestigious Egyptians joined him. Once the prestigious Egyptians joined him, the Yidin also joined him. He started by himself. He called out to his friends. And he got everybody to start working with him. That's how Parai caused the Shibur. And that is exactly how Makas Tzfardeya happened. That at first there was one Tzfardeya. And it says, the Pasuk says, I'm going to bring Tzfardeya b'cho u'ba'amecho. On you, singular first, Parai, that one Sfardeya, and then it'll grow to Amecha. Why? Just like you suckered the Yidin into being slaves by working one person first and then calling <coughs> his friends, that's exactly how the Sfardeya is going to get you. It's going to start with one Saras and he's going to call all his friends. That, says Rabbi ben Azari, Herbi Kiva, your message, while true, is not the message of the Tzvardeya. That we know from Tsaras. The message of Tzvardeya is one frog calling all the other frogs. That that's how Parag did it. Akash Baruch Hu deals with everybody. Mida Kenegad Mida. That is the message of Tzvardeya. That's what Rabbi Ozman Azari says. Bye.